Welcome to the Lighthouse Experiment, a Freedom Center Church podcast. Welcome back to the Lighthouse Experiment podcast. It is after Easter and mm-hmm. it's been a week. It has definitely been a week. Easter was cool though. Easter was really fun. I was asked to be a part of Sunrise service at Freedom Center Church because Sid is like just the best. I love Sid Abel. Shout out to Sid Abel. But I did piano lessons with her when she was younger. Oh, that's so, right. Mm-hmm. So... That was pretty fun. I've done sunrise service one other time in the past, so that was super fun. But then I felt like hit by a train later in the day because I had gotten up <laughs> so much. I gotten up oh, like yeah, you do no. on a shift, you know. Yeah, yeah. There was a post asking who was coming to sunrise service, and I was like, "Nope, we'll see at 11. Yeah, I saw. Probably should have gone at nine, but went yeah. at eleven. There's a few folks that had kids that they brought at 6.30, and I'm like, either your kids were up that early, or I don't know, but nobody in this house is ever up at 6.30. It's oh. usually 7.30, 8 o'clock, unless it's a school day. But Oh, yeah. So, And of course, in our world, it's been a, a tragic week, you know, with the, the passing of a, one of the Flint firefighters. So, like I told you before we went on, I found out that I'm like early early Sunday late late Saturday so it's still kind of it must have that. been Saturday because we knew about it before we saw you on Sunday I thought yeah it was I can't I don't know I forget yeah in any case you know that sucks and it's kind of what we're going to get into tonight because this is becoming just this like this over and over and over in the first responder community. Yeah. You know, and it's one of those jobs where it's always kind of this underlying thing where people are taking their own lives, but it seems like it's just building and building and building and building, you know, with the, with the way the community feels about policing, you know, some communities, not all, you know, and I don't know. It's just a lot, you know, we're all coming through a pandemic you know, and, and no matter how tough you think you are, that broke everybody's heart. That was, you know. Nick and I were just talking about that yesterday. Just the last few years of things have kind of piled on top of, and I think the hardest part being just seeing communities and relationships torn apart through a pandemic. It was just really rough, really mm-hmm. rough. I th- And I'll say that's something that up until recently I, I was not aware of that this industry and this career would have so much of I so just kind of I mean is that true like just kind of that it mm-hmm. I mean whether it's an axe you know just on the job casualty of well, the job or fire or you know like well and that's the thing right so I mean there's physical injuries and casualties right. line of right. duty deaths and whatnot right but you know, there's also mental and emotional casualties that nobody wants to talk about. And we don't want to talk about that because then a lot of times once you get that label, 
you know, then now you're non-operational and they, right. you know, or that's the fear, whether that's true or not, but that's always kind of why you'd be hesitant to be like, you know, whatever the, whatever the case, whatever the call, whatever I'm going through is really got me in some kind of way. I need to see a counselor. You're everybody's hesitant because you don't want to like, well, we got to pull you off the truck. Right. Well, and I think even just with grief and losing people that we love, it's not the first thing out of the gate talking to people that we just start talking about. Usually it's something that right. you get to know after you've known somebody. Right. Um, so I think there, there's that too, just kind of the respect and the, I don't know, just the appropriateness of knowing some of that information. Right. Somebody's, you know, I think that now probably the last year I, and I've, you know, we've been doing Lighthouse for almost five years now. And I think just in mm-hmm. the last year, understanding more the cost of those types of things of what people have right. endured in the industry of lo- losing loved ones. And then even through the pandemic, what was it in 2020? There was like 10 folks that you knew. Quick. Yeah. All in like so quickly. So that. So, yeah. Like by the time. So for Freedom Center Church listeners, by the time. Uh, Papa Nome had passed away when Mark Hubbard had passed away. I was well into the twenties of people in just a couple of years that I knew that, you know, so the comparison, it's wild, like I, Jim. I don't take this, you know, I don't mean this lightheartedly at all, but the comparison to being on deployment and just having buddy yeah. after buddy after yeah. buddy, yeah. you know, it wasn't like that by any stretch of the imagination, but just, just so many people, Yeah, you know, and it's, and, and I think it's, it's fair to say thing. that that takes that that takes a toll. Yeah. Because it's not that, and so that that's the thing. It's not. We're not talking about weakness. We're not talking about not having a capacity to do the job. We're just. I would say, from my experience, it's just it's the humanity and the the hardness of lo- losing people, mm-hmm. especially when it is to suicide or an accident or it's pre you know prematurely like they're young. Mm-hmm. You know, the hope is yeah. that you live a long, healthy, good life, you know, that, right. that that's, you work for that. And so when somebody dies way sooner, it's really hard to wrap your brain around. I mean, it's really hard, mm-hmm. you know? So I think there's space to say, hey, you're incredibly talented and gifted and equipped to do this job, but also it's hard. Mm-hmm. And... um. I think oftentimes having some of the other things in our life that help give us joy and strength are some of those lifelines that allow us to keep breathing, keep being whole people to be able to go back out and do the hard things too, you know? So, you know, and kind of the thing, so it's interesting in our, a lot of times in the first responder community and the veteran community, everybody, well, everyone's familiar with who, um, uh, guys like Tim Kennedy are, you know, he's a ranger qualified special forces sniper. He's fought in the UFC and done all the things, you know, has a flourishing company, but did a bunch of tours during the, you know, during GWAT, you know, global war on terror. And people are so enamored by how he flourishes in life. Well, he does that because he dealt with all the micro traumas. 
he has a super small circle of people that he'll talk to about that. But that's how those guys flourish. It's not that they have some mystical power, right? <laughs> it's that they're dealing yeah. with that crap. It's, you know, I find myself these days, my circle of who I'll talk to about those things is tightened. It always has been kind of tight, but it's yeah. smaller now. There's, you know, there's only two or three. And it's just, that's how it's got to be. And it's not that I don't, I don't trust well, no, that's that's a lie. It is because I don't trust giving that information out to everybody. So I've selected, I have right. people who I know that understand what I'm talking about, you know, and I mean that in the most respectful kind of way, but like, I'm just not, it's weird too, because I'm writing a book where I'm going to tell a lot of these stories, but that is but almost there's a 90% for me. Yeah. You know, that is. Yeah. That is not like I'm having a discussion with somebody. Right. That's I'm putting it on paper in a book and I'm going to put it out there in the ether and, and people will read it or they won't. And I, chances are we'll never see the majority of them. Right. Or even know who they were that read the book. Right. That's different. But yeah, as far as disgusting stuff. Like letting people have an influence and a say into those conversations. Yeah, like that's back a and small forth. That's, that's very different. And that should be small. Yeah, that should that be is. selective. We shouldn't just let anybody walk in that door and say whatever mm-hmm. they want. Yeah, like w- no. those, those people should be, what's what, the word that you and Jim or Nick use all the time, vetted. You know, you should kind yeah. of vet people and they should kind of meet up to some standard of trustworthiness and, mm-hmm. you know, all the, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, you know, for me, it's important too. And for first responders and stuff listening, it's important for the people you discuss the things we see and do throughout the daily and or the course of our career is those people should have experienced the suck. Like you don't want to, and there's two reasons why you don't want to get like, if you're, if your crew, you know, the people you run with is all new to the job and you've, of course, the things you share and see together, you know, we have what we call a trauma bond, (laughs) which is sometimes healthy, not always healthy, but, those people discuss those things with, but when you're seeking guidance or wise counsel, you need to go to people who have been in it, who know the suck, you know, who've yeah. been in it, who've seen the thing and have some capacity or you're just spinning your wheels, Yeah. you know, but it's yeah. super important that we're, we get, we start focusing in on mental fitness and emotional fitness. It's hard. There's the the only way. Yeah. It's not. But if you can go with a cool, calm, collected head into a building that's on fire, pull a couple people out and knock out, you know, knock down that fire and get a good save on the house, then I'm quite sure that you can talk about your traumas and your struggles. Yeah. Like. Yeah. And and give some space that it's going to take some time to learn how to do that. Because it's not always something that we're learned physically in the brain, learning how to like from. Okay, so I work for Prison Project and and we're starting to go through a lot of like trauma training. Um, There's TBR training that's really great. Um, Trust based release. Like there's some really good stuff, but they explain some of how the brain works. And it's important to know that if you have a hard time, like they've done scans of the brain um, in trauma. 
like, or even having a patient recollect their trauma and the speech center will shut down. Like there's different parts of the brain that will shut down Mm. and activate and things. And so the, I don't know if it's the amygdala, because I am definitely not the expert on the brain. Um, But basically that the connection between those memories and trauma and how the brain responds to that, oftentimes um, the speech part of your brain will shut down. So it, it makes sense that a lot of times it's hard to put words to those things to try to explain mm-hmm. the things that we've seen, um, the things that we've gone through. Um, but there's got to be, I don't know, there, there's got to be some work towards how, how do I do all of that? How do I see these things, experience these things, lose people, and then still be able to go... Do <sighs> the next call? Yeah. yeah you know? Just... Yep. It's, it's not linear like doing a bunch of squats and workouts throughout the week. It's mm-hmm. not, you know, but. No, but, you know, it's. Um, I know this. I know with these that that what I'm going to be spending the rest of my foreseeable future doing is double like doubling down on whatever whatever part of my world that I'm using, be it house church or this podcast, or I'm getting ready to start working with two two genius dudes, you know, to get some stuff off the ground to help people start training in this capacity to deal with the, the, the suck of the job. You know, it's like, I don't have time to wait around anymore. I can't like, just seeing things over and over and over and over and over and just I'm, I'm just not going to be the guy that's going to be like, well, this is someone else's problem, you know, cause really if we're honest, you know, you've seen, I posted the firefighter. She's holding a sign that says, yeah, suicide's not just a veteran problem. Well, she's holding that sign because she came danger close to suicide. And then part of her process, she went out in front of the firehouse, you know, now that's a bold move. She went out in front of her house, you know, one of the, one of the few female firefighters and she's BA, let me tell you, but she goes out and she puts this sign up. Like, this is a problem that we have to deal with. Yeah. You know, and it's, there's a saying that I love using. So, like, obviously, veteran suicide is a problem, but so is first responder suicide. So is suicide in general. Yeah. You know, so is trafficking and, and the amount of kids in foster care. So what I like to say is, like, talking about one struggle doesn't take from the struggle of another struggle. You know what absolutely. I mean? Absolutely. Absolutely. Like, you don't, we aren't robbing Peter to pay Paul here. There's just all kinds of stuff. There's all kinds of junk, and you have to find your lane. And after 18 years in the business, you know, the first responder world is my lane. And I'm not going to, you know, and I'm just, I don't have time to wait around. And, you know, so like we were talking about before, I've noticed in the past few months that I kind of, although I know the kind of, um, 
you know, rules of engagement, so to speak. Yeah. But I also take them as just kind of suggestions. <laughs> so I'm never going to do anything that would incriminate or embarrass or anything Freedom Center Church, but I'm also going to operate with my right. own little set of rules because it's a different thing. Yeah. 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 You know, what I'm doing is different and, and it has to be done. It has to be dealt with in a very sometimes aggressive way. But it's just I can't I just I am sick and tired of going into staff chat and say, hey, pray for this family because this other person yeah. committed suicide. I'm like sick and damn tired of having to put that prayer request on. Yeah. You know, and so I'm got a tight group of people and I got dudes that are ready to to get in the fight against this. And it's just no other way to say it. No, that's you know, awesome. Just, um, I, one of the pastors at, I think, City Life Church kind of reused the, the phrase of you can't, like none of us can be everything to everybody, yeah. but mm-hmm. we can be the world of one person. Right. Like an intentional, impactful encounter with another human being is something that all of us can do in one right. way or another. I can't be the world to everybody. I can't. Mm-hmm. That's not my job. But, yeah, everybody has something that they can right. do. Um, right. It was neat. Um, Nick just got a, a message from my brother who works at the company that Nick was at for just a short time. And my brother Adam was talking to a guy, and he was like, you know, I just was thinking about Nick the other day, and we had a really cool conversation in Dallas and stuff, and, you know, just thought that blah, 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 blah. So a conversation that Nick had with a guy, like, last year stuck out to him enough mm-hmm. that he would mention it to my brother. You know what I mean? And that that didn't take thousands of dollars or anything special. It was just giving somebody time, like, an intentional conversation, you know? So, mm-hmm. I mean, that that's that's... That's amazing. Like, that's powerful, you know? Yeah. I don't know. I'm feeling super salty. I know that. Um, Just in general, I just... I posted something the other night. It could have been last night. I don't know. But basically, to, to the Christian, like, I know that we worship and stuff like that. And as a part of that worship, we talk about Jesus a lot but to the outside world like like i posted you don't have to jesus doesn't have to come off our lips every time we speak yeah it doesn't but it should be we should be showing sermons like all the time we should be showing the gospel you know not arguing about it not like getting into it with people you know i have a buddy who's an atheist and like so he posted this meme and it's a picture of Jesus and it says YOLO and then JK. I think it's funny, dude. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's good. I like that. I, I thought it was funny, but like other people were like, that's blah, 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 blasphemous. I'm like, dude, it's not. No, it's it's not. Just funny, dude. Well, and even as it's a Christian, funny, you kind of live twice because you die once and you get to like be born again. The so point. Tact- it's so funny. <laughs> I think it's great. <laughs> <laughs> Great. But I would even say what's more beautiful is he didn't mean it. He didn't mean it like he, that. He didn't see the irony. Oh, that's hilarious. He was just trying to be a jerk, but he didn't see the irony. I'm of like, it. no, that's good. I like that. I'm like, dude, that's hilarious. <laughs> then I was like, oh no, I talked to him today. I was like, you don't, 
I'm like, you don't believe in God, so you don't get the irony. And then I, then I was like, but then you got to have a conversation about it. That's God, hilarious. Like, Jesus dies. <laughs> three days later, he rises again. JK, do you get it? And he's like, and it was funny because he was like, uh. dang it. <laughs> That's good. Uh, That's good. But, you know, anyway, it's just, I think for me and mine and, and the arena that I live and work in, I think boots on the ground is more effective a lot of times than just, yeah. Than just, just talk, you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, and that's I, important. No, no, no. Well, I mean like give somebody the time of day, you know, and being so busy with work and stuff like that, like know your coworkers spouse's name or their kid's name, you know, like, I don't know that that's what I'm more mean about it, you know, and just being so busy rushing by people, you can actually like treat them at like a person, mm-hmm. you know, you know, but even with that, there's only so many people that I can know. So, which is kind of the intent is what I've spoke on before is force multiplication. Yeah. So then, then people get, you know, you build the team, you train people, and then you have ambassadors like peer ambassadors in every agency. I like that. So that, so then you have people doing the thing with every private company for EMS, for every fire department, for every police department. And then it just spreads that way. You know, I definitely can't handle everything. Right. You know, but, but, you know, it's just too many people, too many people dying, you know, too soon and, and at their own hand, you know, because like we've talked about before, because of hopelessness, because of despair. Yeah. You know, suicide is just a byproduct of complete and utter hopelessness. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. People will do anything to get out of pain or if they Mm -hmm. don't think that they have any other way, you know? Right. You know, envision a brighter, like, hey, after this, I can do this. I have options. I have other things that I would like to do. I mean, if you can't envision that, it's really hard to Mm want to keep going, you know? Yeah. You know, there's so much thing, just so much to it, too. Because there's like, so people, you know, I heard it said once before that the enemy, you know, the real enemy is lostness, is the idea of being alone and lost and stuff like that. And I, I don't mean that in a, we have to get you saved. I mean, obviously, when we're Christians, that's the hope. But right. my my point is, like, we don't find every single person and drag them kicking and screaming to the altar no. and walk them through the prayer. No. But but what the fact of the matter is someone who's lost and desperate and hopeless will take the first hand that reaches out. Yeah. That makes and if sense. that's, you know, if that takes someone down the path of, of self-medicating or whatever the case, and then, you know, there's, there's just, once you're in that space with, and all these micro traumas have happened throughout the course of your career, you know, and, like we talked about before, when you get to the point, like my own self, now it's part of the decision-making, but when it was like, my neck is compromised now, I can't go actively fight fires anymore. It's not right. safe for me, but it's also not safe for the crew. You know, you have right. to be able to, I mean, that sucks to be like, okay, I'm no longer physically capable of something. You know, right. that's the first time I've ever, 
You know, I'm not physically capable to do this job safely because I have a compromised neck bone. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, I mean, that's rough. Yeah. So you've got guys coming up in age or have had multiple injuries, you know, whether that's police, fire, EMS, whatever the case, construction, you know, whatever. And now you're, you have to admit that, okay, I have to put this down because it's not safe for the rest of the guys. It's not safe for the team. Right. And that's, you know, that so a career of, of micro trauma and heartache and the things you've seen and done and been around. And then all of a sudden, I suspect it's to be the same for military guys. They get blown up one too many times and they're forced to retire medically. And then you feel like you're letting everybody down, you know. I felt like that. I had those feels. I'm letting everybody down on this fire department. I'm still the chaplain. Still have a hard time going there when they're going to train. You know, when everyone's going to be there to be on nights when or days when there's training. So, like, why do I want to go there? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Why would yeah. I want to go there and not be able to do the thing that I've always been able to do? So, it's this feeling of letting everybody down. But on the flip side, it's the right thing to do. So you don't Kinda wreck anybody else. Yeah. You know, so there's, this is just one of those industries where throughout the course of a career, all this stuff kind of compounds on the next thing and the next thing and the next thing. And we are definitely not good at talking about it. You know, so... You know, you I get. think that kind of goes back to like what you were saying earlier, finding those couple of people that you trust that, you know, can have those conversations and then you just start practicing having them because mm -hmm. it, it's not always comfortable or easy. And I think that at least expressing grief and the things that you don't always know what to say, you mm -hmm. know, so it doesn't have to be a whole long therapy session. It could yeah. be it could be going to a counselor and talking to somebody. It could be just telling somebody, Hey, I'm just having a I'm just sad today because of mm -hmm. so and so or I'm you know, and that's that's really powerful that you can say that. And mm -hmm. acknowledge it and own it, you know. Yeah. It it's it's wild because specifically with grief and losing people, it, everybody handles it differently and I and I remember, it's funny that you say I'm feeling kind of salty because I think that <laughs> yeah. stuff like this kind of puts you at a place where like all the frivolous, not frivolous, I don't know, all the frivolous stuff just almost doesn't even matter. Like a lot of you just, everything gets super focused on it. Like what actually matters, you know, you, and I think that, I, I probably wasn't the most patient with people, you know, the year after my brother passed away and stuff. And, and I would get really angry with people that I thought or perceived didn't, didn't weren't, wasn't comfortable having that conversation and stuff. And I, I probably should have been wiser to know who to talk to and who not to talk to and who to whatever. And, that, and everybody's. That, but yeah, you don't have to be. Don't, I, I would say never feel bad about not wanting to deal with people who don't get it. That's right. Just, but, 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 but also now the people who do, you know what I mean? And but that. I'm also realizing though, that the, the people that I thought didn't get it, they just weren't communicating in a way that I needed in that moment 
because they didn't know me and what I needed. Like, we just weren't... It's hard, because I didn't know what I needed moment to moment. I never navigated something like that before, so I didn't know. I was just hurt and sad and angry, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, I get that. And even now... Then, then there's this little bit of comparison of like, well, I don't know what they're going through, so I don't know if I'm really valid enough to like really like ask them. Maybe that's too forward. Maybe it's not. Maybe it's, you know. So then I do this little dance of like, I don't really know if they want to talk about it or if they don't want to talk about it or if I should bring it up, if I shouldn't bring it up and stuff. And it's like, so here I am right. doing this little dance with somebody all over again. <laughs> yeah. You know, so it's... Yeah. Yeah, it's just, it's hard. It's messy. It's not, it just, it just sucks. It just, yeah. it, it just well, sucks. Well, and then too, like for you specifically, you have the job of being on this show, you know, and, and first responder world is like, whether you like it or not, you'll never fully understand exactly it. You'll exactly. always kind of be by the side of it and you're responsible for putting out content with me that is talking directly to it, but there's just no way that you get to have full capacity, but that's like, <clears throat> and it's just, that sucks. It just is what it is. What it like, is. you know what I mean? And I've, and with other people, like people in ministry and stuff like that, I don't think it's wasted time, but I've put too much concern and do they get it will they understand and then i'm coming to in the past weeks where like it doesn't matter they don't need to they don't need to they don't need to understand in fact i don't want them to which is strong language no that's fair i i can kind of no like i kind of you have a different responsibility but as far there's other people that stand on the sidelines yeah you don't need to worry about this and and it's not meant to be conceited in any way. It's just that I'm I've spent my life operating in a certain kind of way. And I, there's, like I said, it sounds jerkish, but I just, there's that time to bring everybody up to speed. Yeah. Like the best you can do is pray for us and let me do my thing. And that's, that's it. No, that's fair. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like, cause I'm going to do my thing. And I'm not going to misrepresent anyone, but um, I'm going to do, you know, we're going to put out content and we're going to dig a little deeper in getting people through this crud. And then that's it. Then I'm going to invite them to my house if they want to do church. And then we're going to get some programs together to train people up. But like, it's just... I don't want to, I don't want any more phone calls about people killing themselves. But the unfortunate thing is obviously I will get more phone calls in my life about people killing themselves. Yeah. This is, this thing chose me though, man. <laughs> I kind of picked it, you know, it's wild, right? Cause that was the dream. I want to be a fireman when I grow up, I want to be a paramedic. Yeah. So I'm doing the little boy dream, but still when you're a little boy, you don't understand what the cost will be. Right. And you shouldn't when you're little like that, you know? It should just all be big red trucks. Yeah. That's it, you know? And I can say openly that COVID changed me a lot. It is really, that this one was big 
Yeah. You know, I think I handled it pretty well, but it for sure left some marks. It was wild. You know, it, it left some stuff that it's not, it's not to forgive or not to forgive. It's just there's scars were left that are just going to, it's just going to have to be, it's just going to have to be what it is. And there's people I can talk to about it. One in particular is my partner, you know, but, yeah. but that's it. We went through that together. So we, you know, yeah, can, we have the licensure, if you will, to talk about it, you know, and it's, yeah. it's just, this is just how it is, you know? Yeah. And so that's that. I'm just going to, I understand, you know, I've said it before and I'll say it again. God gives good missions and I understand mine and I'm just, that's it. And I'm just going to go full send. Not so much spend time waiting, you know, worrying about if people appreciate or accept or understand what I'm doing because the people right. who need to do. Right. And that's it. Right. Yeah. We can't expect everybody in all these other areas of life to understand no, everything man. that we're it's, doing. Yeah. And it's all good. It's, it's super interesting because I was sitting with uh, Austin, you know, from worship team and I was, we were like in between, we we're on a break and somebody sent me a song by a band that's called Flatfoot 56. They're like an Irish, they're from Chicago, but they play kind of that Irish Celtic punk rock stuff. Okay. But it's, the lyrics don't look like worship music, but it's very Christian lyrics. That's awesome. On purpose. You know, they're a Christian band. They got nominated for Dove Awards and stuff like that. Oh, that's awesome. But he caught it. It was, I was listening just kind of just on the table and he's just walking behind me and say, like, wait, what was that? He's <laughs> like, rewind that, you know? And it's, it was cool. He's like, wow, there's a, there's a lot of, there's a lot of scripture he's got mixed in there, huh? That if you don't know. Right. It'll be lost on you. But I don't know. It's just, I say that just to say there's, everything is not, doesn't all have to be uniform and in a box that we call church and Christian. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yep. <laughs> Probably shouldn't have drank a pot of coffee at seven o'clock at night, but. Yeah, whatever. It is what yeah. it is, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's a long night. So. Maybe you can do some writing tonight. No. No. No, I wrote some today. Wrote a bunch yesterday. Okay. I'm off that trip for this week. Maybe you know, I'll write tomorrow, but not today. Oh my gosh! A totally subject tangent. We're gonna pivot. Okay. We have this new kid with us today, and like midway through shift, she's like, "Um, you guys, I just plucked a bed bug off my sleeve." I was like. I think you should say what now. <laughs> so one is all one, but we have this whole damn protocol that we had to go through. Clean everything down. Was it just one? She just found the one. You just found the one. I don't know. Okay. I've never seen a bed bug, so I don't. You've never seen a bed bug? Mm -hmm. 
in your entire career? It's not like I go looking. <laughs> I kind of want to Google. I kind of want to Google it. I don't know. I don't want to know. Hold on. You don't want to know? Probably should. Yeah, you don't I'll want me to show? Okay. Bed, bed bugs. Oh, I don't even know if I want to hit the picture. Oh, Jim. Jim. Oh, it's Jim. It's not going to get you. Oh, yeah, look at that. But they're oh, tiny. Man. Okay, I'm done. I can't. I'm not that kid that likes bugs. Whew. Dude. When we were kids, our parents would say, good night, sleep tight. Don't, Don't let, let the, the bed bug, bugs bite. <laughs> Little did I know that decades later, like four decades later, I'll be dealing with bed bug infestations. All sorts of fun things, huh? Premise information. This house has bed bugs. Okay. So how much time did that eat up? eat up today? Was that today? You know Dan and I. Of course that ate up about an hour and a half. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so within the protocol, when you go back to... Um, HQ, Hill Road. I don't know. I thought there was... Whatever. No, Anyways, do you have to shower and change clothes? Like the, or do you I didn't have any bed bugs on me, man. I'm good. I know, um, but what's the protocol? I, sp- I spray myself off with Lysol. That's what I do. Like okay. the bottoms of my boots, the whole thing. She got a new uniform. And then it's just that our the dryers at work are industrial, so they go super hot. Okay. So you just wash her. You give her a new uniform. She washes that uniform. Dan was good to go. We strip everything off the back, spray it down with this bed bug spray stuff, let it mm-hmm. sit, then mop it out, remake the stretcher, and you're on your way. Okay. I mean... Next time I won't straighten shoes. <laughs> you will. <laughs> maybe. Maybe with my feet. <laughs> I'll just nudge them over a little bit. That was so funny. It was nervousness. Had to do something. It was fine. It was good. There's been calls lately that we really wish that you had been on ride-alongs those days. Dang. Just, man, I don't know. People are wiling out. It's just getting crazy out here. Wild people or just wild circumstances? Just It's just people are being people, but on 12. Whew. <laughs> Whew. You know, a gentleman today tried to strangle himself with a shoelace. Oh, no. It was interesting, too, because the organization he was at, they took his shoelaces, but they left the <laughs> drawstring in his hoodie. But whatever. I mean... <laughs> Oh, I shouldn't laugh. But yeah, that doesn't make sense. <laughs> oh, man. The detail, folks. I don't know. It's just, it's crazy out here, man. That's it. Yeah. It's crazy. There's a bunch of stuff going on, you know, stuff with police agencies and stuff across the state. And just, and then that spins up, you know, resentment and whatnot. So, yeah. It's just, there's just this, this industry is always going to be super heavy. Yeah. We're always going to be on the daily dealing with one stressor or another, one micro trauma or another one. It's always going to be that way. So we had best figure out how we're going to deal with it. So that's it. Yep. I got no real inspiring words, but 
You know, I, I think that in times like these, it's okay to not try to rush in with a put-together answer because I don't think people really yeah. need that. I mean, I, there is hope. I mean, what you're saying, I mean, there is hope, but we got to figure out how to do this well and be able to to do all of it, the highs and the lows. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I think that it's respectful and considerate and compassionate to not run in and be like, oh, but it's okay because blah, 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 you know, to come in and just have mm-hmm. all this. No, it's always so, going to be. Yeah. No, but it's good. No, it's good. Doing the thing means putting in the work to be mentally and emotionally fit as well. Yeah. yeah. You know, and all these that- people we see that flourish and they have these, they went through all these deployments and they're successful and all this other stuff well it's because they put in the work mentally and emotionally right. and they've got, they've found some good people to do life with that they've mm-hmm. got a support system they've got a couple folks that they know have their back and and it's can... it's it's okay to for us to run with our own i think you know for me i had that struggle i was like well i have to i'm going to use words that makes sense in my own head, but I felt like I need to diversify. I need to have people that are in all other aspects of life. Well, I don't necessarily think that's true anymore. I think I'm okay being around people who, who do the same thing and understand the same things and stuff like that. You know what I mean? And that's what I mean by having a tight, yeah, tight little crew, you know, and that's maybe that was the whole point of our campus, of Grambling campus, that it's, Everybody does the same thing. Everybody understands the language. You know, everybody, I don't know. It's, I think maybe in in the years past, I was trying to be everything to everybody and just, I don't operate well outside of my, you know, scope of practice. Maybe. So why try? Well, like, and it kind of reminds me of what Shani had said when we had her on that. She's like, my, my capacity... And grief is different than my capacity in other times, you know. So your capacity mm-hmm. in years where you weren't going through a pandemic and you weren't doing a house church and you weren't learning to pastor, like, you could give a lot of other energy to all these other folks mm-hmm. and, and things yeah. and stuff. And, you know, it's okay that this season doesn't look like that and you don't have that same capacity because you're exerting a, a ton of energy in different areas now and you're more focused on that mission and I think that's that's valid and that's important and that's okay mm-hmm. it's know? interesting too right because we started and and this whole thing was going to be first responders and veterans right and veterans because no disrespect but it's easy because that's one of those things that everybody can speak to everybody right 22 a day and all that stuff was trending But you have your veteran experience. Media. And I think yeah. there, there, there's yeah, a huge sure. population of the first responders that are veterans that have transitioned right. over to but, the medical field and stuff. Yeah. But to kind of hone in. Yeah. Like, okay, this is where we're supposed to be. Yeah. This is where our focus, our main focus needs to be. You know, yeah. I think it's cool. It's cool to have gone through the process and get to where we are now. Yeah. But yeah. there's just a ton of work. Yeah. And you know, and maybe, maybe that opens up over time again, but right now this is where it, it's, maybe. the focus has got to be, yeah. you know? So, I mean, if, you know, you're talking about training people up, 
you know, it, you know, at some point, maybe there's somebody that's able to come along and delegate and be that key person that works in some of these other areas and stuff like that. Yeah. And you can kind of collaborate maybe. and build on that. But who knows? But right now, this is your focus. And this is what's cool is the veteran community is is well serviced because there's yeah. a lot of them, you know, there's there's and that's cool. And there's a lot of us in the first responder world, too. It's just that we haven't because the mission is different. Yeah, we haven't forced ourselves into taking the time to train up and deal with some of these things. Yeah. You know, just, just, and it's just the nature of the industry. It's like veterans, they go and they do their thing. They would deploy and then they'd come home and they'd have downtime. If you look at it in, in that language and deployment or on deployment for the entirety of our career, right. 48 hours a week, ripping calls, seeing crap, you know, or whatever, whatever yeah. your schedule looks like, you spend your entire career going through all these things with no downtime, except for when you go home. And then if you're not careful, then now you're separating yourself from, from your loved ones and stuff like that. So, yeah, I don't know. There's just, there's a lot to do and I'm down for it. I just, like I said, it's time to get with it. And not worry so much about seeking approval. Yeah. And by that, I don't mean permission. Not not that kind of approval. I yeah. Mean, like, that's it. No, that makes sense. So, kind of a somber episode, y'all, but kind of a somber week. So, yeah, these things sometimes happen. Maybe we'll talk about tacos next week or something. There was a speaking of that preview. <laughs> There's a spot we almost went to today, but it seemed too cutty. I don't know. It was like boarded up doors. It seemed like, well, they were open, but it seemed like it was, the door was kind of the hinge a little bit. So I was like, uh, probably was delicious, but I wasn't looking for any type of GI issues tonight. That's fair. Anyways, that's it. Cool. Thanks for listening, everybody. And of course, thank you, Freedom Center Church and Kingdom Builders for having our backs with your thought and thoughts and prayers and support. That's it. See you next time. We can say see you next time because we actually, they can see us. We can't see them. <laughs> so I guess it still doesn't make sense, but whatever. It's fine. I love it. We'll see you guys next week. <laughs>